Welcome back to the Thought Leaders but Lo-Fi podcast. This is Dean Pala, and I'm very excited for today's episode for a couple of reasons. We're going to be enjoying music by Epiphania, an incredible lo-fi artist. Very excited to feature his music in this episode, as well as get to chat with him a little bit at the end of the episode. Now, in addition to that, I'm just excited to be sharing this particular message. It goes without saying that times are tough right now, and a message of hope, positivity, and unity is really important. Even for myself, as I was DJing the tracks and and listening to this speech, it was really powerful to hear such inspirational words, and I hope that it brings some hope, it brings some perspective, and it brings some light into your day. Even though this speech was given over 10 years ago, back in 2009, the message still seems so relevant today. This is President Obama's first inauguration address. My fellow citizens, I stand here today our land. A nagging fear that America's decline is inevitable, that the next generation must lower its sights. Today I say to you that the challenges we face are real. 
They are serious and they are many. They will not be met easily or in a short span of time. But know this, America, they will be met. On this day, we gather because we have chosen hope over fear. Unity of purpose over conflict and discord. On this day, we come to proclaim an end to the petty grievances and false promises, the recriminations and worn-out dogmas that for far too long have strangled our politics. We remain a young nation, but in the words of scripture, the time has come to set aside childish things. The time has come to reaffirm our enduring spirit, to choose our better history, to carry forward that precious gift, that noble idea passed on from generation to generation, the God-given promise that all are equal, all are free, and all deserve a chance to pursue their full measure of happiness. of our nation. We understand that greatness is never a given. It must be earned. Our journey has never been one of shortcuts or settling for less. It has not been the path for the faint-hearted, for those who prefer leisure over work or seek only the pleasures of riches and fame. Rather, it has been the risk-takers, the doers, the makers of things, some celebrated but more often men and women obscure in their labor who have carried us up the long, rugged path towards prosperity and freedom. For us, they packed up their few worldly possessions and traveled across oceans in search of a new life. For us, they toiled in sweatshops and settled the West, endured the lash of the whip, and plowed the hard earth. For us, they fought and died places like Concord, Gettysburg, Normandy, and Quezon. Time and again, these men and women struggled and sacrificed and worked till their hands were raw so that we might live a better life. They saw America as bigger than the sum of our individual ambitions, greater than all the differences of birth or wealth or faction. This is the journey we continue today. We remain the most prosperous, powerful nation on earth. Our workers are no less productive than when this crisis began. Our minds are no less inventive, our goods and services no less needed than they were last week or last month or last year. Our capacity remains undiminished. In our time of standing pat, protecting narrow interests and putting off unpleasant decisions, that time has surely passed. Starting today, we must pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, and begin again the work of remaking America. For everywhere we look, there is work to be done. The state of our economy calls for action, bold and swift, and we will act, not only to create new jobs, but to lay a new foundation for growth. We will build the roads and bridges, the electric grids and digital lines that feed our commerce and bind us together. We will restore science to its rightful place and 
wield technology's wonders to raise healthcare's quality and lower its cost. We will harness the sun and the winds and the soil to fuel our cars and run our factories. And we will transform our schools and colleges and universities to meet the demands of a new age. All this we can do. All this we will do. Now, there are some who question the scale of our ambitions, who suggest that our system cannot tolerate too many big plans. Their memories are short, for they have forgotten what this country has already done, what free men and women can achieve when imagination is joined to common purpose and necessity to courage. What the cynics fail to understand is that the ground has shifted beneath them. The stale political arguments that have consumed us for so long no longer apply. The question we ask today is not whether our government is too big or too small, but whether it works, whether it helps families find jobs at a decent wage, care they can afford, a retirement that is dignified. Where the answer is yes, we intend to move forward. Where the answer is no, programs will end. Those of us who manage the public's dollars will be held to account to spend wisely, reform bad habits, and do our business in the light of day, because only then can we restore the vital trust between a people and their government. Nor is the question before us whether the market is a force for good or ill. Its power to generate wealth and expand freedom is unmatched. This crisis has reminded us that without a watchful eye, the market can spin out of control. The nation cannot prosper long when it favors only the prosperous. The success of our economy has always depended not just on the size of our gross domestic product, but on the reach of our prosperity, on the ability to extend opportunity to every willing heart. Not out of charity, but because it is the surest route to our common good. As for our common defense, we reject as false the choice between our safety and our ideals. Our founding fathers, our founding fathers faced with perils that we can scarcely imagine, drafted a charter to assure the rule of law and the rights of man, a charter expanded by the blood of generations. Those ideals still like the world, we will not give them up for expedience's sake. And so, to all the other peoples and governments who are watching today, from the grandest capitals to the small village where my father was born, know that America is a friend of each nation and every man, woman, and child who seeks a future of peace and dignity. And we are ready to lead once more. of our cause, the force 
of our example, the tempering qualities of humility and restraint. We are the keepers of this legacy. Guided by these principles once more, we can meet those new threats that demand even greater effort, even greater cooperation and understanding between nations. We will begin to responsibly leave Iraq to its people and forge a hard-earned peace in Afghanistan. With old friends and former foes, we will work tirelessly to lessen the nuclear threat and roll back the specter of a warming planet. We will not apologize for our way of life, nor will we waver in its defense. And for those who seek to advance their aims by inducing terror and slaughtering innocents, we say to you now that our spirit is stronger and cannot be broken. You cannot outlast us, and we will defeat you. For we know that our patchwork heritage is a strength, not a weakness. We are a nation of Christians and Muslims, Jews and Hindus, and non-believers. We are shaped by every language and culture, drawn from every end of this earth. And because we have tasted the bitter swill of civil war and segregation, and emerged from that dark chapter stronger and more united, we cannot help but believe that the old hatreds shall someday pass that the lines of tribes shall soon dissolve, that as the world grows smaller, our common humanity shall reveal itself, and that America must play its role in ushering in a new era of peace. To the Muslim world, we seek a new way forward based on mutual interest and mutual respect. To those leaders around the globe who seek to sow conflict or blame their society's ills on the West, Know that your people will judge you on what you can build, not what you destroy. To those, to those who cling to power through corruption and deceit and the silencing of dissent, know that you are on the wrong side of history, but that we will extend a hand if you are willing to unclench your fist. To the people of poor nations, pledge to work alongside you to make your farms flourish and let clean waters flow, to nourish starved bodies and feed hungry minds. To those nations like ours that enjoy relative plenty, we say we can no longer afford indifference to the suffering outside our borders, nor can we consume the world's resources without regard to effect. For the world has changed, and we must change with it. As we consider the road that unfolds before us, we remember with humble gratitude those brave Americans who, at this very hour, patrol far-off deserts and distant mountains. They have something to tell us, just as the fallen heroes who lie in Arlington whisper through the ages. We honor them not only because they are the guardians of our liberty, but because they embody the spirit of service willingness to find meaning in something greater than themselves. And yet, at this moment, the moment that will define a generation, it is precisely this spirit that must inhabit us all. For as much as government can do and must do, it is ultimately
faith and determination of the American people upon which this nation relies. It is the kindness to take in a stranger when the levees break, the selflessness of workers who would rather cut their hours than see a friend lose their job, which sees us through our darkest hours. It is the firefighter's courage to storm a stairway filled with smoke, but also a parent's willingness to nurture a child that finally decides our fate. Our challenges may be new. The instruments with which we meet them may be new. Those values upon which our success depends, honesty and hard work, courage and fair play, tolerance and curiosity, loyalty and patriotism, these things are old. These things are true. They have been the quiet force of progress throughout our history. What is demanded then is a return to these troops. What is required of us now is a new era of responsibility, a recognition on the part of every American that we have duties to ourselves, our nation, and the world. Duties that we do not grudgingly accept, but rather seize gladly, firm in the knowledge that there is nothing so satisfying to the spirit so defining of our character and giving our all to a difficult task. This is the price and the promise of citizenship. This is the source of our confidence, the knowledge that God calls on us to shape an uncertain destiny. This is the meaning of our liberty and our creed, why men and women and children of every race and every faith can join in celebration across this magnificent mall why a man whose father less than 60 years ago might not have been served at a local restaurant can now stand before you to take a most sacred oath. told to the future world that in the depth of winter, when nothing but hope and virtue could survive, that the city and the country, alarmed at one common danger, came forth to meet it. America, in the face of our common dangers, in this winter of our hardship, let us remember these timeless words. With hope and virtue, let us brave once more the icy currents and endure what storms may come. Let it be said by our children's children that when we were tested, we refused to let this journey end, that we did not turn back, nor did we falter. And with eyes fixed on the horizon and God's grace upon us, we carried forth that great gift of freedom and delivered it safely to future generations. Thank you. God bless you. God bless the United States of America.
guys enjoyed listening. I had a great chat with Epi the other day, whose music we were just enjoying. Sitting down with the incredible Epiphania. Did I say that full name correctly? Yeah, Epiphania or Epi. Well, dude, it's so great to do this with you, get to chat with you. We've actually uh, worked together before. Mm-hmm. Where'd you get your uh, Where'd you get your start with music in general? And and where are you from? You're you're uh, in Brazil. Yeah, I'm from Brazil. Like people here really enjoy music and the culture since forever. But I do think that I really started like wanting to create music when I got older because I was focusing on creating art first. Oh, cool! It was just like graphic designs and all of that, and then videos. Wow. And I and I used to listen to music a lot. And then the videos use like this the syncing technique. Like you sync the video to the music. Mm-hmm. And I was always like cutting music and adding effects and all of that. That's cool. So you kind of came almost from like a uh, from a media background. Like you started kind of chopping up music to to visuals, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just like game visuals and all of that. It's almost like coming from a, a DJ background, right? Like you're you're figuring out transitions, figuring out what songs go well together, what sounds go well together. Yeah, kind of like that. Like I was I was adding effects too, pretty much like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like more focusing on bringing an image together with the music. Like yeah. what kind of image, what kind of colors go well with this song. Yeah, man, I, I get that sense from your music a lot too. Like your your stuff is very uh, cohesive. It, the, the transitions are always dope. So um, that's that's really interesting for me. I am really flattered. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely, man. So uh, well, how, how'd you transition that into lo-fi hip-hop music? Like how'd you come to that were you mixing lo-fi tracks in your in your videos or how'd you how'd you get into that yeah i, I actually never really liked the instrumental side of stuff mm-hmm. i always liked vocal tracks mm. but i really started like listening to classical and like while i was working and shit like not even not even for for appreciation of it because i'm a pleb but <laughs> it's just like letting it in the background and it relaxed me and i and i really liked nuja best too and also like I listened to Nuja Best years before, and then I rediscovered it, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Damn, this is this is good shit." And then it just went from there, you know. Started wow. watching anime too, getting into anime. Then mm-hmm. watched Cowboy Bebop, Shampoo, and then I started digging. Then I started listening to the the classics like Jing Sang and Beside You and Evie, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I was like, "Damn, I really need to do something with my life in here." Like what the fuck am I gonna do? I'm, I was in in accounting. Wow! So you, you actually have an accounting a degree in accounting? Yeah, no, wow. I do. No, I do. The only the only reason I got that shit was just because I was there. Mm-hmm. But I only used it to mo- motivate me more to work on music. You know? Wow! Because that shit is boring. Yeah, it's real boring. <laughs> What's some of your inspiration? You know, like what, where do you, where do you get a lot of inspiration? Cause you release a lot of music, right? Like you're, you're always, I'm always seeing new stuff coming out and whether it's uh, yeah. a solo or collab, like what, what's your process like? Yeah, actually in this, in this business, you've got to really think about consistency and quality. Mm-hmm. So you've got to put something out like every two weeks or every three weeks or a month at most, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that's what I think. So just stay consistent and that, that is pretty much the, thought process that goes into it. I just turned inspiration into something that doesn't come to me. I just come to it to get it going, get something going. And then if it sounds trash today, I, I just leave it. Sometimes it fucks with my, fuck with my self-esteem, to yeah. be honest. 
<laughs> like that. Can I make shit? But yeah. <laughs> we all been there, man. We all like, you come you shit. come back to it, and that shit sounds not, sounds nice. Then you just build up into it. Mm-hmm. Your ears were just tired, or you weren't feeling it. You weren't seeing it. And collaborating too is is really refreshing sometimes i almost call it clabs i, I keep calling it clab because on the <laughs> funk label we call it clabs nice because because it just just rolled off the tongue but yeah <laughs> it's just like you already know what you did and then it's you pay more attention to what the other person did and you're like damn this mm-hmm. this guy <laughs> this yeah. fucking guy <laughs> he just did it that's that's so right who's your yeah. dream who's your dream collab that you that you haven't collabed with yet like it can be anyone or or what could be anyone. Could be in in the lo-fi. It could be in uh, in anything. Yeah, it's Kendrick Lamar, of course. Yeah, like that's the that's the top one. But in the lo-fi community, there's a ton of people. There's a ton of people. Like a lot. Of, I like a lot of the of the jazzier producers like mm-hmm. Nokia or Don't Don't Cry. That's dope, man. Yeah, yeah I feel like that's. Uh, yeah, that would be a really there, dope there's collab. a ton I of people that. there. Yeah, like Glim Lip. There's a ton of fucking people there. Mm-hmm. In the lo-fi community, it's crazy. Yeah, it's such a, it's such a cool community too. Like, I feel like everybody's very supportive for the most part. Everybody's like very, uh, they they wanna they wanna collab. They wanna like help each other out and and make cool mm-hmm. stuff. And it's uh it's a good yeah. vibe. Anything else that you'd like to add or or chat about? Just just like to thank you for for the opportunity here. Thank I'm you, stoked. man. I I appreciate it so much, man. I, I... Such good stuff. We're gonna be working on some more tracks that will probably be dropping in the near future here. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll play you off with a track that Epiphania and I actually collaborated on uh, under my Anatomy Park artist. It's called Freefall. It's been getting some love on Spotify. I hope you guys enjoy it. And be sure to check out Epiphania. It's E-P-I-F-A-N-I, wherever you stream music.